What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds looking fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear leaves and debris with the 40-volt leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Click into Memorial Day Savings happening now at The Home Depot and on homedepot.com. How doers get more done. Welcome to Movie Crush, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Mini Crush Friday Special Edition. Mini Crush! What is it today, though? What, I know this joke is getting old, Chuck, but really, truly, what day is it? Uh, is it Thursday? Today is Thursday. Today? Okay, in reality, yeah. And this is coming out Have tomorrow. Have you been experiencing a time distortion effect in your quarantining? Uh, Not so much, because, you know, kiddo is still doing her uh, two-day-a-week morning meetings with her ah. little pre-K group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're sort of on a schedule of trying to be a little more schooly Monday through Friday and a little bit more yep. relaxed Saturday and Sunday. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, update, I guess. Uh, last time we talked, I think I told you about how I wasn't going to have my kid for a while, and we sort of compromised, and we're doing two weeks with mom, two weeks with me, and All now right. we're in the thick of two weeks with me. Um, and she has a weekly uh, Skype call or a, a Zoom call with her school as well, um, and then she has this other like little kids kind of play group that she does projects with, and so that's how I kind of mark the time. But it's a lot easier to do that when she's here. Sure to your point than it is when she's not because it's like work stuff it's not always on a schedule a lot of it's just kind of willy-nilly crazy phone calls and troubleshooting and figuring things out on the fly and stuff yeah i mean we don't have a job and i'm certainly not complaining because we've got great jobs but we've never had jobs where it was like well it's saturday and sunday i'm not doing anything for work right you know exactly (laughs) oh for sure we do stuff whenever we need to do it Exactly. And uh, even our recording sessions, we do usually have a bit of a schedule. But for this, we kind of just do it, you know, as as we start running out, we start to like schedule more recordings. So 
So the reason that uh, you are hearing a Friday mini crush is because, uh, well, there's a global pandemic, everyone, and things aren't always the smoothest. So uh, my recording unit uh, took a big shit yesterday. It is literally being sent away in the mail. I've got this new thing that is working well, but I had a guest booked yesterday afternoon when this was all going down, and I just emailed them, and I was like, listen, man, we got to push this a week uh, just because I don't feel up to trying to figure all this out right now. Uh, but look forward to next week, uh, Cole Stratton. Uh, Cole is one of the co-founders of SF Sketchfest, along with Janet Varney. And sure. uh, I think there was a third co-founder. But uh, he's an improv guy and a comedian and just a really nice, great dude. And so Cole and I, and a big-time movie buff. So Cole is going to be on next Friday to talk about his favorite movie, uh, Searching for Bobby Fischer. Is that the chess one? That is the chess one. Yeah, great movie. He's like a he's like a child prodigy. Is Jodie Foster right? Isn't she his mom? Is she? I think Jodie Foster's his mom. I can't I'm remember for now. Bobby Fischer. I saw it when it's it came been out. A long time. I I did too for sure. And I was you know like a little kid, so it's been a long, long time. But I quite enjoyed it. I remember it was a little sad. Uh, but I need to check that out again. Yeah, yeah. It's Cole's favorite movie, and Cole has great taste. So I'm very much looking forward to uh, to renewing my love for that film so look for that next friday uh i thought to get started here since there's a, a now robust red dead redemption 2 uh community in the movie crushers i thought i'd update everyone uh here at 49 years old i bought my first headset Noel. what are you gaming with with crushers <laughs> not with crushers although oh. i would uh but i am uh i bought a headset so i could play with adam pranica and ben harrison of friendly fire yeah. And uh, greatest gen. So uh, it's my very first experience playing any online game. Uh, Adam and I, I've done it like four times. Adam and I had a little two man posse one night, and it was my very first experience. And dude, I had the best time I've ever had playing a game. It's really fun. So you're doing like the squad kind of situation, like the Red Dead online stuff where yeah, you're online, have little. We're yeah, a posse. That's. That's right, a posse. And uh, we just had so much fun. We were like, it was basically the things we did were like if we were two 12-year-old boys, what they would likely do. Like mm -hmm. we got in some fights. We shot a bunch of people. Then I was like, <laughs> man, let's go to a saloon. We went to a saloon. We got drunk. Uh, we dynamited bodies. We, I mean, we did all the little fun 12-year-old boy things and just had a blast. But did you match your virtual whiskey shots with real whiskey shots? Because that would be taken to the next level. I was drinking wine. He was drinking whiskey, I think. Okay, got it. Uh, we just had so much fun. And it's such a great escape right now. And it feels like I'd never played these games with a headset. But it's you know it's like you're in the room with them. Well, Chuck, I got a wreck for you, buddy. Okay. Um, I, I've been playing this game called Borderlands 3. It's the third one uh, in a series that I've been a fan of since the beginning. It's this very cartoony mm -hmm. kind of shooter, kind of looting. You're like, it's like a treasure hunter type game, but it looks like a cartoon. It's really cool. And it has a great online capability where you can literally play the actual story game with other people. Which oh, is cool. Neat. It's not just like a special mode. Yeah, yeah. So you can like get someone to help you who's a higher level than you to help you beat a boss that you 
you can't beat and stuff. And I actually have been playing with some listeners. Uh, oh, yeah? Like I, th- I, th- I threw out my, my PlayStation handle on stuff that I want you to know, and I've had a handful of folks uh, reach out, and I've been meeting some folks and playing wow. video games with people randomly, and it's just kind of like having a delightful phone call with someone you've never met while blasting you know mutants in the, the, the wastelands. It's well, pretty fun. Well, let me ask you this, though. How, I wouldn't mind doing that, but how do you know that the person requesting to play with you is a movie crusher? Because they give you a message when they send you a friend request, and oh, you don't okay. have to accept it. You can deny it or just ignore it, uh-huh. you know. But if if it's someone saying, "Hey, I heard your thing on Movie Crush, big fan," or they'll say who they are, maybe it's someone from the community page, and then you'll know it's legit. Um, and I've accepted maybe six or seven of them, and I haven't played with everybody yet because I'm not always on. But um, it's been a lot of fun. And, and, and your headset think, it and talking to them and hanging out. Yeah, yeah. I just have a little earbud that just came with my my controller. It's just a little one earbud thing with a mic, but it works great. And um, the game's actually on sale right now for thirty bucks. Okay. Um, and if you have space on your machine, I really think you'd like it. It's a lot of fun. It's uh, it's well written. It's very funny too. I have space. I'll check it out. Um, yeah, I might do that. Let me consider whether or not I want to throw out my handle <laughs> totally totally i think i might but let me think about that uh yeah, yeah. i will it, say this though this has also been my first experience like i said online gaming and so i've now been exposed to uh, i think they call them grievers in red dead redemption maybe that's what they're called period online but basically people who just seek other real people to kill for no reason oh i don't know about this phenomenon chuck oh yeah you've never have you ever played red dead online no, no, no. Is is this like a this is a, a online gaming phenomenon uh, or is it just a Red Dead thing? I don't know this term. Oh, I'm well, it may be the term may be exclusive to Red Dead, but basically it's I'm sure it happens everywhere. It's where someone just comes up and kills you. Mm-hmm. For no reason, so like, you're, you're, you're not no you're not in a closed game. You're not in a closed game with your friends. You're in no, like a it's, larger world. It's wide it's open. Ever, okay, you'll see somebody it, ride it, up it, and it. you'll see their name. There is no benefit to killing anyone. You can't steal from them. You can't take their horse. Right. You get no experience points. It's huh. just to be a dick. Why does it let you do it then? That's so crazy. They would even let you do that. Hey, uh, man. That's funny. It's the Old West. I think other I games. Guess so. I, I think, uh, what's the one? Uh, Grand Theft Auto, I think, was pretty famous for having a very bad community that did things like that. Um, but I'm getting killed. Like, I was fishing the other day. Fishing. I turn around. <laughs> And a guy tackled me and beat me to death. Holy shit, dude. That's intense. Which means I lose all my fish. I lose my horse. I have to go find my horse. Uh, it's just shitty. And then, um, so I've set up this trading operation. Making money in the online version is very, very difficult. Uh, it's not like the story version where you can make a yeah. lot of dough pretty fast. So it's a grind. And there are all these different things you can do. You can moonshine. You can bounty hunt. But I started a trading business. Which means you have this constant loop of hunting, giving your stuff to your campkeeper, getting him materials, letting him craft it, and then you take the shit and you sell it. And it takes a long, long time. And these sales runs are very stressful because people can attack you and steal like two, three sessions worth of hard work. Wow. And last night I was in my wagon. I was delivering a long-distance delivery. I was very stressed out because they're playing the stress music. And you know, any second now, some dude could just come along and be an asshole. And I got close to my destination, and this guy rode up on me. And I, I, I just freeze. And I go, and I stop, and he's circling me. And I'm like, this guy is totally fucking with me. 
It's nighttime during the game. I can't see anything. I'm on a windy road. And then this guy, Noel, pulls out his lantern and leads me to home. <gasps> I deliver my goods, which takes you out of the game for a minute for the transaction. Yeah. I come back from the transaction. He gives me a thumbs up and rides away. Wh- who was this good Samaritan? I Chuck? don't know. Just a genuine act of kindness, which you do not see in this game very much. It was I really needed that. That's all I'll say. Dude, I was about to say, why would you subject yourself to this anguish and torment? Like, it just sounds like a nightmare. Uh, It sounds very stressful. That being said, though, Chuck, I'm going to get back into it because I have it and it's still installed and it's a massive install. And I've been clearing space, but I didn't delete that one because I never finished it. So I'm going to get back into the game. We can posse up. uh, Maybe you'll let me posse up with uh, with you and the the gang. I'd really love that. One of Adam's Um, friends joined the other day and we literally had a four man posse. uh, And then you've got a little, you know, you got strength in numbers at that point. Totally. We could be the, the masked band of marauders that's, you know, wreaking havoc across the land. No, I don't want to do that. I know, Chuck. I don't either. I don't want to be the. I'm not, we're not black hats. We're, we're white hats. Yeah, you have these emotes that you can, uh, like, give thumbs up and wave. And, like, I've gone up to someone, and it's a little tense because you're like, are you going to shoot me? I'm, and I waved at the guy, and he pulled out a shotgun and shot me in the face. <laughs> it's just so shitty and toxic. Well, I, I downloaded that, uh, uh, what is it, Warzone, Call of Duty Warzone. They made it free. And the people that play those games, A, a lot of them are really shitty and racist and sexist. And you can uh, just yeah. hear everyone talking. And there's just, like, you can't turn them off. And I I thought I had closed the game. And I still had it open in the background and realized it. And I was hanging out with my kid and some friend, uh, my, my roommate. Oh, no. And, uh, and all of a sudden, just this, like, filth just started spewing out of my tea. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. And the thing is, like, she's she's in she's online. She knows she knows this stuff. Sure, she knows these people. But still, uh, I was just shocked though. But she's like, "Yeah, those are the trolls, Dad. You gotta, you gotta watch out for them." Like, uh, Thanks, kid. It's. I mean, I, I knew the gaming community could be very, very bad, but um, experiencing it firsthand, it's been pretty disheartening. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. 
Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This summer, click into Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot and get after those outdoor projects with some serious cordless power from RYOBI. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the RYOBI 40-volt battery-powered mower. Leaves and debris are no match for the 40-volt power of the RYOBI leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Tidy up those flower beds and keep your walkways looking sharp with RYOBI's 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Yard work, done and done. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at your cordless power source, The Home Depot. Shop now at The Home Depot or homedepot.com. How doers get more done. All right, so let's move on from Red Dead Talk. Uh, Noel, I, I, like I promised, we're going to start all of these quarantine minis with that thread I put out uh, on March 31st. What positives are you experiencing during uh, this lockdown, because I think that helps us all feel better to to learn what the crushers are doing that's uh, bettering their lives. So we're going to go here with uh, Matt Cliff says, I love that I'm seeing a massive wave of appreciation shown to uh, working class folks who keep the world in motion in one way or the other. Totally. That's been really nice to see. Man, Chuck, I was so wrong about Bobby Fischer. Uh, it was not. Uh, it was not her at all. You're thinking a little or, man Tate. That's exactly what I was thinking of. It's another movie about a little uh, gifted kid. That, yeah. So sorry, didn't mean to derail. Please continue. I just had to put that out there so people don't like totally harass me about it. Uh, Karen Weber says, "My introverted daughter's current contentment." That's fantastic. That's a thing. A lot of people are right at home in this situation. Yeah, you know? I love it. I might have read that one last week, but that's worth another read. For sure. Uh, let me see here. Um, let me scroll down because I definitely read some of these before. Why is my internet connection sucking? Is it sucking? I'm plugged into the ethernet. Should I, un- I'm, I'm afraid to dismantle my no, no, Wi-Fi. No, no. Don't do it now. Don't do it. <laughs> we'll, we'll lose the feed, Chuck. Uh, let me see here. Jessica Foley says teaching online from home uh, with a three-year-old and an 18 month old is one heck of a challenge, but I'm very grateful for all the extra time with them. That's I bet. great. I mean, you know, when when my kid first started this, this whole thing, this whole crazy thing, like we just frantically were asked by her amazing teacher, by the way, who's just the coolest, most badass woman I've ever met, uh, to meet her at the Decatur Library. And she just dropped this massive packet of like papers on us. Wow. And it was just like daunting. We were both just like, where what, what where do we start? And yeah. it was just like this total desperation move where she was trying to take care of her kids, but also hadn't really planned it out yet. And it was sort of like, you know, here is this just and we'll figure it out as we go mm-hmm. and now we've transitioned all to online learning where there's a lot more accountability sure she gets help she you know it's easier to check it and check off when she's finished something and it's all packeted out into days of the week so that's been great but it really has been like a you know building the car as you drive it kind yeah. of situation transitioning like this yeah everyone's doing the best it can Noel. uh brandy mcdonald is uh says getting more creative with our meals since we can't run out to the store for an ingredient Brandy, I'm with you there. This reminds me of the old days uh, when I was so broke, I just had to make meals out of whatever was in the house. And uh, it definitely ups your chef game, I think. 
we actually just did a really cool interview for stuff that I want you to know about uh, kind of behind the scenes kitchen stuff and also the restaurant business during the Corona times uh, with Hugh Atchison and um, Richard Blaze. Oh, yeah. Who are two amazing chefs that uh, do, pod, do, do podcasts with us. And they talked a lot about like, you know, how to maximize your pantry and like mm-hmm. really a lot of it people are scared to cook because they don't know where to start or they yeah. think they're not any good at it but it's all about like get good at one thing mm-hmm. learn how to sear a piece of fish totally. learn how to cook a steak correctly and then you just build on that and like Hugh described it as like a Lego you you have all these little pieces that you can then put together uh-huh. into whatever you want it to be um, I don't know it was it was a neat conversation that'll be out in a, a week or so that's very cool and a uh, big shout out to the wild Alaskan seafood company I joined that service and I am getting a delicious uh, river caught all natural salmon from Alaska shipped to my door. Wow. It's delicious. I need to get in on that. That sounds wonderful. It's good. It's good service so far. Uh, Blaze is going to be on Movie Crush, by the way, at some point. We're hooking that up. He is a sweet, sweet guy. Yeah. Uh, you're going to really enjoy talking to him. Can't wait. But I'm a, I've seen every single episode of every Top Chef season, so I'm a massive, massive fan. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Richard Mouse says, I'm a truck driver, so there's been a few less idiots on the road. <laughs> All right. I guess you got to <laughs> look for the ray of sunshine where you can find it. Uh, Jessica Gongora, great name, says, my husband and I have been coming up with fun ways to have a date at home. And today we celebrated Quarantinoween. <laughs> That's fun. That's great. I thought about that. We were going to have a little Christmas but then I bailed on it because I didn't want to get all that shit out again. <laughs> right. I like quarantinoing. My 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 kid is really into cosplay and anime now, uh-huh. and she's got all these wigs and costumes. So every day's quarantinoing with her. That's great. She got these kooky contact lenses that make her eyes look like hypnotist spirals. Oh yeah, it really weirds me out. Those but are she so freaky. loves it. Yeah. She's so into it, man. And she does her own makeup, and I'm really proud of her. She's getting really creative and interesting with these little kind of side hobbies that she's into. It's pretty cool to see. Yeah, that's awesome. My friend's daughter is like uh, 11ish. And she has gotten into special effects makeup and can do some of the most legit scars, face scars and stuff that I've seen. It looks really, really good. Mm-hmm. It's very cool stuff. Uh, I used to do this sort of uh, homemade version when I was a kid. Did you ever do that with rubber cement? Rubber cement. And then one thing the kids are using now, too, is uh, tissue paper. You can use tissue paper and rubber cement. And, oh. uh, it's, and then because you can paint it with, like, you know, just lipstick or, and, and, and make it look like a bruise using eyeshadow. And she's got this whole crazy palette and does all these different textures. She can do, like, a cat eye and yeah. all of the little things. Because kids these days, I sound like an old man, have access to so much information. If they yeah. want to figure something out and they're Internet savvy, which they are, they, they can. Done. No. Yeah. I mean, we had to... Uh... We had to get lessons from real life humans and uh, buy a magazine that might have some sort of step by step or just learn it on our own. Noel. Yep, exactly. You know, us, the, the greatest generation, Generation X. Yeah. <laughs> what are you? You're a millennial, right? Yeah, I think so. I'm 83. I think I'm a borderline. I'm like an elder millennial. You know? Yeah, I don't know how it breaks down these days, but uh, I know I'm solidly Gen X in every way. Uh, let me see here. Genesis Chapman says, I've been asked to build a treehouse by my daughter, and since she is almost 12, I had almost given up on uh, getting to do that for her. That's fun. That's a great way to look at it. It's an opportunity, you know? Yep. All right, we're going to finish up with Dan Maynard, and this is certainly a common refrain, 
but Dan really puts a pin on it here with his situation. Uh, and he's, of course, an old friend. Uh, Dan says, getting to spend time with my daughter, I probably spent more time with her over the last uh, 10 days than I have over the last year. Is that possible? I think that's true for a lot of folks. Man, you know? that's great, Dan. Yeah, I'm that's glad awesome. to hear that. I am glad you hear that, my friend. So, uh, Noel, we're going to start out every episode with those because we like to warm the old cockles here on Movie I love a warm, I love a warm cockle, Chuck. It's like a... It's like a hot toddy, you know, just just warms you from from head to toe. Have you noticed that the the bird songs are much more pronounced now that we're getting into spring and there's less traffic and less pollution? It seems like, you know, I mean, I've, I've definitely been seeing articles about that. But even here in Atlanta, I sit outside and I feel like the birds are just going nuts, like in a beautiful way. And you know how I feel about birds, but I do enjoy their songs. Uh, but it's yeah, it's been neat to see. I don't know. I don't want to get too into it, the weeds about it, but like some people are saying, like, turns out humans were the virus all along. Well, no, I, the, sure. It's the earth correcting, you know, kind of no, course correcting. No. The, the earth is definitely not mad at this situation. Yeah. I saw, uh, I think it was one of the movie crushers, in fact, posted the, uh, you know, Catalina Island off the coast of Los Angeles. Yep. There, uh, in the 1920s, apparently, there were buffalo that they brought over for a film shoot. They left them there because they didn't feel like taking them back. And the the legendary Catalina buffalo just lived up in the hills this whole time. The Catalina buffaloes are now on the beach, Noel. Pictures Come of down it. to Rome. Yeah, I need to see some pictures around. of that. That sounds wonderful. And I, I heard this may not have been confirmed, but I heard that there were all of a sudden like dolphins in the canals in Venice. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not. I would like it to be true because it sounds like some weird like cyberpunk future shit, you know, like, but uh, uh, <laughs> definitely some things happening like that all around the world. It's very interesting. All right, Noel, we're going to move on here. I asked the movie crushers. Uh, I wanted to talk musicals for a minute. And I just asked, basically, what's your favorite either number or favorite moment from a movie musical? And, uh, you know, I've, I like a lot of movie musicals. Um, I would say my top three are, uh, as far as the numbers in the movie, is uh, are It's a Hard Knock Life and Annie. Love that. So great. I would say number two would be uh, maybe from Chicago, the one, uh, I can't remember the name of the song, but... It's the one where all the different women in jail are talking about their crimes. That one's great. Oh, that is a good scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're kind of telling their backstories and yeah, stuff. Yes, it's so much fun. And then my favorite all time, of course, is uh, is is the big number from Les Mis and the most recent uh, real live singing adaptation with uh, with Anne Hathaway crying real tears and singing real words. I dreamed a dream. Just with time gone by, gets me every single time. Snot, that snot was not CGI, Chuck. That was real. <laughs> that was real, real emotional snot. Me too. Uh, oh my no, dude! That musical is such a big one for me. I saw it when I was a kid, like on Broadway with my mom, mm-hmm. and it just resonated with me so much. Like the, it's so powerful. The the anthemic kind of quality of all the big gang vocals, like on the, do you hear the people sing? And so like, moving. Oh, uh, just saying it out loud is giving me kind of shivers right now honestly yeah uh, think if you've got another one and chime in whenever you feel like it for sure but we're gonna go with paul stanfield uh make him laugh from singing in the rain and bohemia from rent all right that's a good one uh daisy christina 
a brew, one of our old pals, says Gene Kelly and Donald O'Connor during uh, doing Moses Supposes and Singing in the Rain. Fun, joyful, silly, and kind of hot. I need to see Singing in the Rain because I've too. always I've always written it off as like you know I don't know I, I need to see way more classic movies like that. But it's apparently just really lovely and funny and heartfelt and just a beautiful movie. I really need to see it. I'm all about it. Uh, let me see here, Stephanie uh, Del Colva Cardinal. Wow, that's mm-hmm. a great name. Uh, the time warp sequence. Yeah, I mean, what else can you say about that? Then it's wonderful. From Rocky Horror. Yeah. I have never seen Rocky Horror Picture Show from front to back. Really? In my life. Yeah, I've never seen it. It's really good. I've seen little snippets and clips and, you know, numbers and stuff, but never sat down and watched the whole movie. It's great. And, you know, it's got great songs. It's it's just campy fun. Uh, Tim Curry is just fantastic. It's it's really, really good. Uh, oh, here's here's your old buddy here, Noel. Uh, one of the old pals, Trish Lauterhouse Gilbreth, says, Hedvig singing Wig in a Box. That's my favorite song. I, actually, Midnight Radio is my favorite song in that whole film, but that's that's mine. That was just, you know, such a big movie for me uh, and musical. I, I, I haven't seen it, like, actually on Broadway, but I, I, saw, like, I saw a community theater group do it, and it's like, you know, the, the show version is all on a stage, like a mm-hmm. rock show, and, like, the movie's obviously way more, you know, set changes and stuff, but uh, such a purely wonderful piece of, uh, of, of, of musical theater, for sure. I don't know if I could pick a favorite song from that. I, I love them all so much. Origin of Love is so good. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, man. I mean, what what's the main song? Uh, Angry Inch? Is that what it's called? Angry Inch, yeah. That one's fucking balls to the wall solid. I'm so bummed he didn't make it to that Athens 40-watt thing because he I, did all of those I with can't even like, talk about an that. amazing band. And it so was so mad. They closed with Midnight Radio, and he crowd-surfed. Oh. <laughs> Oh. Was he all dressed was, up too? He did not do the whole dress okay. up thing. He he does a tour every now and then called the Origin of Love tour where he does the full get up. Um, yeah. But he 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 was totally just punk rock as hell, man. That guy belts it out and was just man. pumping his fist and stage diving, and it was it was incredible. I love it, man. I'm, I'm, that is one of my genuine life regrets is that I could not go to that. I hate it, but maybe we'll get a a redux. Oh yeah, get another chance, maybe. I I have no doubt about it. For a JCM we'll, we'll, hang, we will be knowing some JCM for a minute. He's uh, he's a good dude. Uh, old friend Greta Mansfield uh, is with me. The Cell Block Tango from Chicago. That's the one. She's seen it in London and New York. In the movie version, she admits is also equally fantastic. The one where some, doesn't somebody say smush or something like that? There's a, there's, there's a weird oh, song in no, Chicago. Uh, where... Not smush. What is it? <laughs> What's the word? Lipshits. Lipshits. Oh, I can't. I, you put me on the spot. I can't think of it. Uh, but, but that's the song, right? Is where they're talking about like different beats in time. And yeah. each of those words kind of represents like the story they're using to sum up exactly. each of their kind of backstories. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty great. Really, really good. And uh, I love the movie. I've seen, I've seen it on Broadway and I've seen the movie uh, many, many times. Broadway once. Uh, let me see here. Uh, I'm going to read this, even though it's not quite a... Uh, it's animated. Uh, Kale Kittleston says, Not really one for musicals, but several of the songs from Moana really make my spirit hum. We've been listening to a lot of Moana in the house. I love Moana. It's so good. It is great. Uh, it's Squish, by the way. That Squish, was close. that's it. Squish, yeah. <laughs> uh, Emily did not know that that was Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, until yesterday. How crazy is it how versatile that dude turned out to be? It's pretty versatile. 
I think he's great, man. Have you seen the new Jumanji movies with Jack Black and The Rock? And are they good? They're just great, Chuck. They're really? wonderful. They're really funny. There's a whole body swapping situation that goes on where like the kids go into the game and like the female character ends up in Jack Black's video game character's oh, body. And so they have Jack Black has to play like he's a teenage girl, you know, uh-huh. and the rock <laughs> is like the the nerdy kid is in the rock and uh it's just wonderful. They're really good. Both of them. The, yeah. they're, they're they're really great movies. That's pretty cool. Um you know he bought a place in Atlanta. I think I heard that. Yeah. The rock. And when I say he bought a place in Atlanta, he bought a gigantic mansion and acreage and horse farm outside of Atlanta. Oh, wow. Because he's here so much shooting. He's like, I want to stay in a house with my horses. Totally. I bet those are some I know, big I did, I, did, I didn't know he was a horseman. I didn't either. I mean, I'm assuming he's a horseman. Otherwise, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have bought a horse farm. But those are probably some big horses that, that can support that massive human. What is that, like a Clydesdale? The real thick ones? Maybe. A good draft horse, for sure. <laughs> a good draft horse, yeah. <laughs> Uh, let me see here. Tina Cheever, old friend, says Singing in the Rain is the winner for me. Uh, I can watch the entire movie over and over and over. Uh, Ashley Lee says either Your Song or Elephant Medley from Moulin Rouge. I love Moulin Rouge. I thought it was great. Did you ever you see know, that? You know, I did. Um, I, I really liked Romeo and Juliet when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like another the Baz- Zeffirelli the, film? Or? No, 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 the Baz Luhrmann one. There was oh, Baz oh, Luhrmann. Sure. That was his first big one, I think. It was, it was Strictly Ballroom, I think, was his first, which I haven't seen, which I've heard is great. It's great. Um, and then he did Romeo and Juliet, which I loved because the soundtrack, it was just like a perfect movie for my brooding teen mm-hmm. angst, you know, period. And I really did like Moulin Rouge, but I never was one of those people that like just really, you know, fanned out over it. They, they did a showing of it at the Plaza, our little art house theater in, in Atlanta recently with uh, there's this great uh, queer publication called Wussy and they do these like big, you know, everyone dresses up and mm-hmm. like it's like an event. And they did that for Moulin Rouge recently. It's, it looked like a lot of fun. That sounds fantastic. Uh, of course, Greece is in here. Uh, Margarita Saramago, one of our old pals, says Grease Lightning. Yeah. Grease, it's a good one. Uh, you know, it's slightly problematic in a couple of parts, but still a good film. Yeah, that that's right. That's right. <laughs> what is is it racisty stuff or sexisty stuff? I can't remember. Uh, I think there's some like uh, some like borderline uh, sexual Homophobia, sexual maybe? assault going yes, on. Yes, that's right. That's right. Like uh, you know, her eye said yes and her mouth said no, kind of thing. In that one song. That's right. I want to say I saw a reboot of it on Broadway with Rosie O'Donnell and that they actually took some of that stuff out. They they, they kind of like refabbed it a little bit. Yeah. Tell me more. Tell me more. I think that's the song. If I'm not mistaken. I think you're. I know that's that's summer. Summer love or summer. Summer summer love. That's a different song. Summer, or no, summer wait. days, drifting. Summer nights, summer nights. Summer nights. Yeah. You got to thrust your hips when you do that. Hua. Oh, I did under okay. the table. You can't. You can't see it, but it was a, it was a very small thrust. Uh, old friend Kari Nelson says strictly ballroom. Last dance competition sequence. Love is in the air. You should check it out, Noel. You'll like it. It's a good movie. Oh, I I would love to. Yeah. Uh, Heather Keenan says, if I were a rich man from Fiddler, of course. Yeah, that's a classic, of course. Uh, Diana Andrews, the intro to La La Land when traffic is stopped and everyone starts dancing in the cars. Yeah, that was great. 
really, really good. Was not a massive fan of that movie as a whole, but some of the individual sequences and songs were incredible. Like the one where they're in Griffith Park and like floating around and stuff. That one's really great. And the yeah. traffic one's great. And I just felt like it fell apart a little bit. I didn't really care about the characters, but some of those moments and the, the music is wonderful. Yeah. In fact, uh, Tanya Cox, I have a very good friend named Tanya Cox, but this is not her. This is the Australian version. Uh, she mentions that La La Land scene up at uh, Griffith Observatory. It's fantastic. Uh, let me see here. Let's do a couple of more. Uh, one of our oldest pal, uh, pals, Kristen Bitsagai, says, uh, Falling Slowly from Once. Yeah, that's uh, a, not exactly a musical musical, but I would give it a nod as a musical, right? Or yeah. it, it was a full-on Broadway show, so I guess it is. Well, they no, the Broadway show is an adaptation of the movie. Like yeah. The movie is, is way less music than the Broadway show, and it's much more like a movie where they play songs that they mm-hmm. play diegetically like in the movie. But right. the Broadway show is great. I, they did it at the this local theater company here in Atlanta that my mom's – one of my mom's most kind of successful uh, – protege students um, uh, moved back to Atlanta recently oh, cool. and uh, played the lead. And so we got to go see it. Uh, and it's, it was, it's really good. It was, yeah. The, like the band is all actually on stage with mm-hmm. like violins and accordions and, you know, there are characters in the show and it's, I really enjoyed it very much. I was in one of my YouTube uh, music rabbit holes the other day and I came across uh, Eddie Vedder and uh, the guy from once Jeez, I feel like a dummy. I can't remember his name now. And they, he had him on stage at a Pearl Jam show, and they did, uh, the two of them did Falling Slowly, and it was really, really good. Yeah, he was in a band called The Swell Season. I can't remember his name yeah. now either, but uh, really talented guy. I, I do love that song. It's, it's got one of those little musical motifs that almost is like sing-songy. Like, you know, it's a little simple and on uh-huh. the nose, but it's, it's so effective. And like the way it pairs with the lyrics and the little key changes at the end, it's a really, really powerful song. Good stuff. I agree. All right, uh, we'll finish up here with, of course, Dirty Dancing. This is from Jill Sorduf Venden, The Time of My Life from Dirty Dancing. Uh, again, I would not say that's a musical, but that is certainly a great uh, classic, classic number. Have and, you seen that? Yeah, I haven't seen it all the way through, but is it, that's credited like as, uh, it's not like a band or a singer. It's like the the gal that was in the movie, right? Like, the gal. Uh, <laughs> well, they, they, they don't I sing like it. an it's, old man. It's just a dance number. Um, but doesn't to, she sing it? The real no, who, who no, sings no, no. the who sings the hit version? Yeah, I want to say, and this is pulling it completely out of my butthole, that it was one of the Righteous Brothers and uh, Jennifer, oh, uh, Jennifer Gray Warren. Jennifer, no, not Jennifer Gray. She's the actor. Uh, the time of my life. It was a big hit, like yeah, on the radio. Let's see. Now I. Uh, the time of my life. That was certainly a very big deal for him because he was uh, he was well past the time where he thought he was ever going to have a hit song again. I think Bill Medley, yeah, and Jennifer Warrens. Jennifer Warrens, right? Warrens, yeah, you're right, not Warrens. And was Bill Medley a righteous bro? He was a righteous bro. Yeah, with a name oh, like also, Bill Medley. He he did Unchained Melody. Yeah, that's the Righteous Brothers. I always forget that that's the Righteous Brothers. I always just think of it as the ghost song. <laughs> no, ghosts with the, with the pottery where they're making the sexy pottery, you know, ghost, ghost. potter. <laughs> You're messing with me now, Chuck. If there's something weird on your potter's wheel, <laughs> who are you going to call? Ghost go. potter. 
Are, is this a Harry Potter reference? I'm confused. <laughs> I don't understand. I ain't afraid of no mugs. All right, this is going downhill fast. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Let's. We need the explosion at the end. You know, like when they push the car off the cliff. Right. That's the most right. satisfying part. That's what. You, yeah. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash this summer, click into Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot and get after those outdoor projects with some serious cordless power from RYOBI. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the RYOBI 40-volt battery-powered mower. Leaves and debris are no match for the 40-volt power of the RYOBI leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Tidy up those flower beds and keep your walkways looking sharp with RYOBI's 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Yard work, done and done. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at your cordless power source, The Home Depot. Shop now at The Home Depot or homedepot.com. How doers get more done. All right, Noel, we're going to finish up today with a little stream this where we talk about what we've been watching lately. Uh, I'm still on Devs. I love that show so much. It is getting better and better to me. And I've said it before, but it is just right up my alley, man. Alex Garland's style, that his style of sci-fi, his style of design uh, and set set design and, uh, and wardrobe, the real world stuff mixed with this really high concept design. It's all just Chuck Bryant City. It's a really subtle, smart show to start with. So you're on it now? I started the first episode, and I I have to admit, like, I got a little distracted because it really does demand your full attention. You can't Mm -hmm. really passively watch it um, because there's a lot of stuff going on very subtly behind the scenes. But then there's a really massive moment Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the first episode. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to spoil for anybody that gets your attention, snaps it right back, you know? So, yeah, it's it's really, really good. I love Uh, it. But I I have a feeling that it's going to, like... 
it's going to build to something really fucking interesting and weird, and I'm looking forward to it. Well, I will say that this is the kind of show where uh, it, it's so dangerous because you you it's got to end great. It can't not end great, and that's a real risk when you're watching a show like this that yeah. you invest so much in. If it lets you down in the end, it's just such a big disappointment. Like a lost scenario. Mm, like, that's, like it's a classic it, example. Sure. It set, well, it sets up a central mystery that it really has no real plan on delivering on, you know, yeah. or, or it becomes clear this. I don't think he would do that. His movies are so great. Um, or, or at least uh, Ex Machina was so, so great. Oh, and uh, the other one, the the one that was based on the book uh, Annihilation. Annihilation. Yeah, those were Loved both it. phenomenal. And they totally deliver on their promises, I think. Yeah. And Nick Offerman, to me, uh, did The Impossible, which was. Uh, I was fully able to remove Ron Swanson from my head. It took a minute because it's hard when someone is such a character like that. But uh, he did a really good job. I think he totally pulled it off. He's great. Agreed. Uh, and then I've been uh, just started watching the new season of Ozark. I think we are three in. Uh, this is a show I love from the beginning. I love it, love it, love it. And um, I really like the expanded world here in season four with the casinos and more characters coming in and more cartel action. Yep. I'm bummed. I finished it too quickly. I was so into it. I burned through it like in a day and a half. Oh, that's right. I it's forgot. so good, dude. I'm, and now I've got to wait another like fucking year, you know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's one thing I do kind of like about the traditional HBO release schedule where you got to mm. wait a week because you can't just ruin it for yourself. And then, you, you know, even then I'm always bummed that I got to wait like a while, but now I'm like, I really have to wait a while because I watch them all so quickly. Um, what, what, do you, been, what else you've been watching? I'm trying to think. Can, uh, can be movies, obviously. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I definitely, I watched The Thing uh, the other night for the first time in a while. The classic John Carpenter kind of yeah. body snatcher, you know, body horror, marooned on a frozen wasteland kind yeah, of research good station thing. quarantine movie. It's a very good quarantine <laughs> movie. I didn't even think about that when I watched it. Uh, and it's just great. The Creature Effects by Rick Baker uh, yeah. just hold up, man. You can't. Get that kind of visceralness mm -hmm. out of CGI. You know, it's just, yeah, it's got to be a great. thing. It's got to be like a rubbery, gross, blood spewing thing, you know? And, and <laughs> totally. it is full of those, full of those. That one, um, uh, been been keep keeping up to date with Better Call Saul, which my God, mm -hmm. dude, it gets so good. There's a sequence in the last episode, not the most recent, or one of the most recent too, that was just had me. I watched the episode immediately a second time. It was oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't wait. I need to. I need to just set aside some time, and it's intimidating when a, a show is on season whatever, like five or six, uh, and you're starting from scratch, but uh, I need to give better calls all my time, because I was the biggest Breaking Bad fan, so I'm sure I'll love it. I always describe Better Call Saul as like a less depressing Breaking Bad. It's a little oh, more okay. fun and like it's definitely got some stakes and it's got some intense moments and some, yeah. you know, real bad characters and bad stuff. But it's just I forgot how bleak uh, Breaking Bad is with all the like drug abuse and like the meth yeah. community. It gets really fucking depressing. Yeah. Yeah. But this one doesn't doesn't do that. It's just more like action and the legal kind of, you know, uh, courtroom drama and stuff. And it's it's really, really great. Well, and Odenkirk is great. He was the levity in Breaking Bad. So I imagine with him as a centerpiece that it's got a little more light to it, you know, for sure. But he acts his ass off, man. He is a genuine. He's great. Actor's actor. Like he's uh -huh. fantastic. Yeah. 
it's been really cool to see his career over the years, uh, especially if you were uh, at the age I was where Mr. Show was kind of happening when you were in, in college and totally uh, sort of kind of right in my wheelhouse to see where he's, he's gone since then has been awesome. Love that guy. Uh, sure. All right, Noel. I think let's spank this one on the bottom and send it out to the ether for tomorrow. You got it. And uh, we're going to record another one right for this. But uh, until that time, I'll see you in a second, and I'll see everyone else on Monday. Have a good weekend. Bye. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual.